Have you ever had one of those days, maybe it was a Monday after a nice, long, relaxing weekend, and throughout the day, you were like, perfect. You ate the right things, you got your work done, you were on schedule all day, and you were set up for a great evening. However, that night, once you got home, things fell apart. Maybe you reached for an extra snack when you weren't even hungry, or maybe you just decided to sit down and watch TV with the family instead of going for your walk that you had planned. Why does that happen? Why do we have such good days and then fall apart later in the evening? In this episode, we're going to figure it out. Hi there, I'm your host, Lisa LaCasse. Join me every week as I share the latest trends, tips, and tricks to avoid the deterioration and diseases of aging. Nothing gets easier with age, but there's so much we can do to keep it from getting harder. Let's have fun adding not just years to our life, but life to our years. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Choose Your Future podcast. If we haven't met yet, I'm your host, Lisa LaCasse, and I'm really glad that you decide to join me for this episode. You probably haven't figured it out from the introduction, but today we're going to be talking a little bit about not so much brain health, but brain energy, which is something that... A lot of people aren't even aware of, but recently I started following some new mentors. Um, one is Jim Quick, who is known as the Mind Coach. In another, I've been actually following for years, Dr. Daniel Amen, who is all about brain health. And this is a topic that is really fascinating to me, and it's really applicable to us 50-something-year-olds or people in our late 40s, our 60s, anywhere through there, because as we age, our brain is one of the things that loses some function and creates a lot of problems for so many people through Alzheimer's or dementia, those kinds of things. So brain health is really important. But today we're going to be focusing on brain energy. And like I said, a lot of people aren't even aware that that's a thing, but it affects our lifestyle every day. If we are on a weight loss journey, it definitely affects that. And it affects our health by holding us back from reaching a lot of our goals. And brain energy is very much like physical energy. If you think about it, we have a certain amount of physical energy, which we derive from our body's sleep and our nutrition, those kinds of things. And our brains are the same way. And for so many of us, we have a goal that we're working towards, whether it's eating healthier or getting a little more exercise or even saving money. And we can get up in the morning and we can do all the things right only to blow it late in the afternoon or in the evening. And we it's hard for a lot of people to understand what's going on and why. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of it has to do with our brain energy or our mental energy. It's not that we're not motivated and we lose motivation through the day. 
it's that we lose mental energy. So sometimes when I go through and I process this, it's actually exhausting to me. So I'm going to go through it with you and I don't mean to exhaust you. But let's just start with the morning, okay? Your alarm clock goes off and most of us try to make a decision like, should I hit the snooze button or should I hop out of bed? We feel the sensory sensations such as it may be cold if we go from underneath our blankets. And honestly, right away, we go through all the processes in our mind and we're not even aware of it. They're subconscious, like, should I cover back up? Should I reach for something to wrap up in before I get out? Or should I just leap out of bed and find something to wrap up in while I head over to the bathroom? So already our brains are working. Now I'm going to just interrupt myself already right here. And I'm going to say that if you're one of those people who is in bed and picks up your phone first, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. Because we might see that, you know, a news article, something that happened overnight, and we might start Googling, is everyone okay? What were the results? What happened from there? Or it might be something that gives us an emotional feeling of anger or excitement, and we become reactive to that, and and it sets the tone for our day. We don't wake up, if that's what we do first thing, in a take charge, peaceful, in control of our own thoughts and emotions kind of way. We wake up in a reactive state where we're reacting to whatever we saw on social media. So I don't want to go into that now. That's a whole nother podcast. But I do want to talk about all the things that we go through. We get up. We may decide to have coffee. We may decide not to have coffee. We may decide we'd like to put some creamer in it, but we're saving a little calories or we don't want to get that icky feeling that we get from creamers. So we decide to not have that. Then we get to the shower. We decide, do we even need to take a shower tonight, this morning, because we took one last night. And yeah, it would feel great to be refreshed. We might look a little better, but then we might get colder or we, we might have to rush a little more. We're making all these decisions and that's before we even have ourselves dressed. Then we're dressed, we're in our car, we have all kinds of decisions we're making when we drive to work. Should we try to take the shortcut? Should we stay on the main road? Should we stop by and pick up a bagel somewhere? Should we, you know, all the things we're watching the time. So our brain is fully going full speed. Our bodies may not be, maybe you get up and go to the gym and your body is going full speed when you first wake up, but our brains are. And our brains all day long, every second of every day, basically, are making decisions and choices. And we just use up that power. And as we go into the end of the day, we don't have that ability to, to dip into those reserves of energy mentally that we had when we first woke up. So like I said, I don't mean that to wear you down, but if you think about every single decision, well, there's no way that you can. Most of them are subconscious, but think about all the decisions you make, whether it's what you're going to have for breakfast, how you're going to get to work, what you're going to wear to work, 
what you're going to do first when you get to work. (laughs) If you're going to avoid that person that starts talking and you can't get your work done, or if you're going to go straight at it, if you're going to check your emails first or your phone calls first or all those kinds of things. And for many, planning saves some of that mental energy. And for other people, it actually increases the mental energy. So what I mean by this is, if you have a system that you follow, like you get into work, you hang up your coat, you, you know, sit down and check your emails first. And then you go to your phone calls. And then you return any messages, whatever. That is like a pattern that saves you from having to think about which should I do first, which is most important, that sort of thing. But for others, you may see your phone blinking, blinking, blinking that you have messages and to go to your email first because that's the plan can be really stressful for you because that phone with the blinking light is making you half nuts. (laughs) And so there's going to be different things that work for different people. And I I just love the science behind this and talking about this because there are ways that you can build your mental energy. And again, as I mentioned before, I don't think this is something that most of us have really given much thought to or even heard much about, but it really matters. It really matters because So many of us think that we lack motivation or we lack organization or that we can't focus on things. And it's not, those things may be true, but that's not the whole story. A lot of it is because of the energy that we have with our brain power. So you probably are thinking, well, how is is it even possible to increase my mental energy and how do I do that? Well, First of all, just like everything else, it comes down to nutrition and sleep and exercise and supplements, but I want to explain that all to you. So I want to give you a list of some brain-healthy foods, and this doesn't mean that they are the only brain-healthy foods, but they are the top ones. And so avocado and healthy fats are really good. Our brains actually run on fat. So if you remember back in the 80s or the 90s, when everything was low fat, a lot of us couldn't remember our own phone numbers. And it wasn't because we had them programmed into a cell phone. It was because we did not have the memory to and the fuel for that you get from fat to remember things. And it was really bad. Um, But healthy fats are really important for your brain. And avocado is one of the best. Blueberries. Blueberries are so good for our brains. Turmeric, or you might say turmeric, the seasoning, is shown to be just great to, to boost your brain power. Broccoli and other cruciferous vegetables are fantastic. Leafy greens, wild-caught salmon and other fishes. Walnuts, any nuts are really good brain foods. Walnuts are the best, and it's kind of ironic because they even look like a brain. It's I don't know if Mother Nature was laughing when she created those and thinking, isn't this funny or what? But walnuts are super great for our brains, as is everybody's favorite on the list, 
dark chocolate. Now, I didn't say Reese's peanut butter cups, <laughs> but dark chocolate, it's not nearly as sweet as like milk chocolate would be. And the darker it is, the higher percent of the higher the percentage of cacao in it, the more it benefits our brains. And you know, I made a joke about Reese's peanut butter cups because I absolutely love those. But you can take dark chocolate, not a whole lot. I'm not talking about eating packages of it. I'm talking about a few bites. You can take dark chocolate and dip it into some nut butter. Um, walnut butter would be the best. I don't know a whole lot of people that have that on hand, but you can get like a low sugar natural peanut butter and you can be getting two brain foods that easily. So how great is that? And I do not want to forget to mention water. Water is vital for our brains. So again, just like on, on any other topic, water is a huge part of our health and that goes for our brain health, our mental energy as well. Sleep. Sleep is such a big part of contributing to our mental energy, just like it is our physical energy. Sleep is when our body rebuilds, it restores, it refreshes. So clearly, the more sleep you have, the more brain power you're going to have. As people like fight sleep and become sleep deprived. And I'm sure that you've had this or noticed this at some point in your life, whether it was when you're up with your small children, or maybe you were at a slumber party long ago, who knows, but um, the less sleep you get, you do start to feel confused rather easily. And you feel like you're losing your mind a little bit and you can't remember things. And Sleep is just such a big part in giving us our mental energy. And so is exercise. Exercise is um, like physical exercise. There's actually two exercises here. Physical exercise helps to um, circulate your blood into your brain. And your brain and your heart are like closely related your heart can't beat without your brain telling it to, although none of us have like thought, hmm, brain, tell the heart to beat because I need my heart beating. That doesn't happen. But in in um, exchange, your heart feeds your brain with the blood supply that it needs. And this is why when you do CPR, you know, they teach you right away how you have to like keep the blood circulating with those thrusts and it needs to get to your brain within, I think they say three minutes, but I think it like the sooner the better, way, way sooner is way, way better um, because you you need that blood in your brain to function and to stay alive mentally. So exercise and getting that circulation flowing into your brain is great, not to mention it also releases the happy hormones, the energy hormones, the dopamine all those kinds of things, the serotonin, the endorphins that make your brain thrive. So absolutely physical energy or physical exercise, I'm sorry, contributes to your mental energy and your mental all over mental well-being. Also mental exercises, unlike a lot of parts of the body and a lot of organs, your brain is capable of forming new cells and having new synapses, which is our, a synapse is the where one thing connects to another and it passes over. So 
it it does help to build a stronger mind when you're getting mental exercise. And that can look like a lot of things. It can look like puzzles. You know, I'm not so big into crossword puzzles, but I love things where there's like a a, a word scramble and you try to find all the different words you can in there. There's um, all kinds of puzzles online you can play. There's some in books. There's some like on your phones and doing things that force you to use your brain. It's just like exercising your body, except you're exercising your brain and making your brain stronger. We've all heard about learning a new language. And that goes with any new thing, any new skill that you learn will help your brain to stay young, to stay refreshed, and to keep building and getting stronger. So you want to try to always be looking into something new Um, right now. Me personally, I'm starting weight training in a whole new way, <laughs> and um, it is working me physically. And but I can also feel it's working me mentally, which is just quite fascinating because, like, I have to think and I have to focus in a different way, and I'm really loving it. Also, as I had mentioned earlier, I'm starting mentorship with um, Jim Quick, and he's considered the. Um, the brain coach, the world's leading brain coach. And he was a, a man who, when he was five years, well, he is a man who was five years old and had a traumatic brain injury. And he was called the boy with the broken brain and told that he'll never amount to anything mentally. And it did take him three or four years to get to a kindergarten reading level. And he became obsessed with learning how to learn and uh, different types of learning disabilities. And he talks about how you can read through um, syllabuses and curriculums at colleges and universities, and there's classes on everything, but nobody teaches us how to learn. It's kind of like dieting. They say, eat less, exercise more. Well, with learning, it's all well, study harder. You got to focus more. You have to concentrate. You have to work harder, but but we don't really know what that means. And so I'm really enjoying learning about all the things we can do for our brain. And I will add on that there will be many more brain podcasts, I'm sure. But today, I just want to scratch the surface and talk about, like I said, why we lose it kind of at the end of the day. But the other thing is supplements. And there are all kinds of, we're getting into this whole thing with nootropics, which is um, supplements and vitamins and minerals and herbs and all that kind of stuff to help with brain health. And that is memory. That's the ability to think outside the box. That's all kinds of kind of like... We've been going through with antidepressants and mood enhancers, that kind of thing. But now it's going to get away. Well, we're still going to always have that, but we're going to get into different kinds of supplements that will help prevent those things and help to work with those naturally as opposed to just a drug to kind of put a Band-Aid on your I don't know, anxiety or your depression or your ADD, whatever. But that's the direction 
that supplementation seems to be moving. And it started a while back with the five-hour energies <laughs> that you would see at every little mini market along the way. But it's starting to become very sophisticated. And I will mention, um, I know that a lot of you have heard the advertisements that are thrown into my podcast with the company that I'm with. And we just came out with a nootropic, which is amazing. And it really helps with memory and thought and focus. And I'm not going to advertise that here, but I do have the links in the show notes if you're interested in our product products or how you can contact me about those. And I would be really happy to share that with you because I think it's great. And at the same time, I don't want to encourage you to rush out and start buying all these crazy brain supplements because a lot of them are still very old school, kind of like the five hour energy. And they're not giving their they're a temporary quick fix instead of something that will give you prevention and support going down the road, which is way more what I'd like to see you get into if you decide to do something like this. But to make a long story short, at the end of the day, we have made just about every decision that our brain has the energy to make. We may have prepped the most beautiful dinner for that night that we can go home and throw all these colorful veggies into a pan and this, you know, meat that's already been deboned and defatted or whatever it is that you do with your veggies and your meat. We might have mixed a nice sauce. We might have whatever it is it took you to prep this meal. And you may find yourself driving home and just you see the drive through and you decide, eh, I can make that meal tomorrow night. I'll just stop by the drive-thru and pick something up because I just don't feel like making dinner tonight. And a lot of times that's not a physical thing. It It's a mental thing. It's I'm mentally tired, which is making me feel like being physically, maybe lazy, maybe that's a strong word, but it might make you just feel like you just want to sit around and not do a whole lot because you've been through so much. Now, you've also probably experienced this with emotional fatigue, where you have really hard days, um, maybe some kind of devastating tragedy falls into your life, and you just don't have the energy, the mental energy or the emotional energy to do all the things. And that's okay. That's your body telling you it needs a rest day, just like it can physically, it can do that mentally and emotionally. So I appreciate you listening through this because I think that mental health has become such a hot topic. And back in the day when we were young, you know, we talked about shrinks and nut houses and all that. If you needed mental help and you admitted it, then you were a, a, just a crazy person. You were kooky and crazy and there was something wrong with you. And now we're learning that there's no difference between having an illness in the brain or a chemical imbalance than having it in your heart or in your liver or in your kidneys or in your stomach or in any other organ in the body. It's nothing to be ashamed of. And it is definitely something that we want to start to learn how to protect. And I'm just so excited 
that science and medicine is going down this direction because so many of us need it. We really do. And a lot of that is lifestyle, it's social media and all the stress that's thrown at us. It's all the artificial ingredients and preservatives that are put into our food. There are so many factors why mental health is getting worse at a steady degree. And, you know, back in the time of Mozart and let's see, um, Hitler, <laughs> and that wasn't that long ago, actually. Um, Einstein, you know, Einstein had mental issues. This is something that has been going on forever. It's nothing new. It's just getting worse. So I hope that you take the time to think about your mental health, your mental energy, and, you know, don't take these podcasts and listen to them. I like to think that they're not terribly boring, that they're somewhat entertaining, but this isn't really for entertainment as much as it's because I want you to be the best you you can be and to stay healthy as long as you possibly can. So I encourage you, anything you learn, if it's one small thing, to go out and implement it because knowing it, you know, knowledge is not power without implementation. We think knowledge is power. You can know everything you want to know, but if you don't use it, it doesn't matter. So go out, get your brain healthy, eat your blueberries and your walnuts and your salmon and all those things. Get your rest, drink your water, and just be healthy. You can choose your future, and I'm hoping to help you make some really good choices. If you haven't yet, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, comment, all those things. The show notes contain all kinds of links to everything you could possibly need. And join me next Monday and every week here on the Choose Your Future podcast. 